Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Welcome back to William. Welcome back to Willard and Dave, 95 and 17. You know the Warriors are slow starters. Um, they come out of the gates a little wobbly sometimes. But I'm going to mark this one tonight. This is an intense watch tonight. I know that sounds weird. I was feed up for the Laker game. It's just, to me, it felt like a setup uh, for uh, for a tough one for the Warriors. Not tonight. Not tonight. Steph now has the legs underneath him. He's got the timing. Uh, they're better than this team. Uh, they they need to go show this team who's boss in this race. And uh, so I find this to be an intent. This is this is got to go get this one tonight. Yeah, it's a big yep. game. They're all big from here on out. You got 17 games left, and you want to make sure you've got a cushion heading down the last couple of games so that you can maybe play with your seed a little bit if you're in the five slot and you feel more comfortable being the six, maybe you can kick a couple games late. You can make sure that you get exactly where you want to be down the stretch. You can rest guys if you want to rest them. You don't have to play everybody balls to the wall for all 82. And that's where this game, this is kind of a coin toss game. It should be an easy one at OKC. You're the defending champs, but you stink on the road. And you don't have Andrew Wiggins, and you're only four-point favorite. So this is a game where you feel like if you get this one, you would love to get down to the end of the year, Friday at Sacramento, Sunday at Portland, and be able to rest guys and be able to really donk off a couple of games as you need to. Uh, There's a bunch going on quarterback-wise in the NFL today as well, which is why Sam Monson of PFF is going to join us here in 25 minutes. He's fantastic, and I really want to discuss how the dust is going to settle here because it's starting to. We know that Derek Carr is now a member of the New Orleans Saints. Um, How did the... the How did the Geno Smith deal grab you? It's exactly what I said yesterday. Thirty-five million a year. Didn't I say yesterday three and a hundred? Um, I think you did. Yeah, so, I think you did. And, and I, it was three years and one hundred five. Yeah, I'm not surprised I, at all. It's I, the going rate for a starting quarterback in the National Football League. Okay, here's the funny thing though, and this is where I notice little things that we do and that we say based on our own emotions, which is. You, you you freely are like, that's the going rate for a starting QB. Yeah. You can't wrap your head around Jimmy getting that number, though. Well, I can now. You can't. See, that's, well, I can that's now. to me what yesterday now. meant. Yeah. Derek Carr was $37.5 million. We agreed if you're Don Yee, you walk in to any room with Jimmy and go, we're Derek Carr light at minimum. At minimum. I mean, there's a fair conversation that you're better than Derek Carr. Your resume is. For sure. Yeah. But if you think the talent is not up to up to par with Derek, fine. But you're not taking a bunch less. Like, I think people, 49er fans, have this hard idea about Jimmy getting a, a, a three, four, five-year deal and somebody breaking him off $30 million a year. Well, Geno Smith just got 35. For three years. Geno Smith. Well, Geno Smith last year had a better year than Jimmy Garoppolo has ever had in terms of numbers. Geno Smith was it last year. He was Seattle. He and DK Metcalf, they were the team. And Geno Smith had a monster year. He was an MVP candidate through October. So mm. I mean, it's a fact. Pushing it a little bit. But anyway. I mean, they were hot. Seattle had a great offense. Yeah, he was playing well. I don't think and he earned ever, every penny. Nobody of it. was. I don't think Jimmy's Geno getting Smith more than three MVP. years. He's not getting three years. More than three years. I don't think. Uh. <laughs> I mean, if Geno Smith gets three and one hundred and five, I think that is Here's, about where you would slot Jimmy G three years and probably not one hundred and five. I don't know. You got to remember here uh, that 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 situations matter. Like. 
Geno Smith was essentially a one-horse race. This, he played well for the Seahawks, and the Seahawks were like, we'd like to keep doing that. I don't know. Were there other teams lining up for Geno Smith? I, I didn't hear a damn thing. But what what's going to lead to more money like it did for Derek Carr is multiple teams. And Jimmy Garoppolo is probably going to have multiple teams. Now, I really think, especially with today's news, and it's far from done, but there is apparently a negotiation going on with Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets, which tells us a couple things. One, Aaron's playing. That doesn't surprise me. I think we always knew that. The next question was, were the Packers willing to deal him? And so it sounds like the answer is yes. And if Aaron Rodgers ends up on the New York Jets, I will predict right here today, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders next year. That's what I believe is going to happen. However, the Raiders are going to have to compete to get him. The Panthers will want him. Um, It is very possible that the Packers would jump in and want him. Or do they just hand it over to Jordan Love? I don't know. And then there are others. There's Tampa Bay out there. There's Atlanta out there. There are plenty of other teams that are going to be in on that conversation. And where Jimmy is smart is if Geno's gone and Derek's gone and Rodgers gets acquired, well, now what? For those teams, it's Jimmy or draft. If you want a veteran QB on the market, that's your guy. Well, there's other guys that are out there. Not that are considered for sure starters for three, four, five years. Right. Matt Ryan's not I don't not think that Jimmy's deal. a guy who's a starter for three, four, five years. I, and I'll be surprised. I bet you right now that that contract. That he gets five years? Minimum three. Oh, I'm, I'm saying three. three. You just said he's not a starter for three, four, five years. I think for three. But okay. again, a three-year deal doesn't mean you're a starter for three. You know that. Well, it's, I mean. And if you look at the Geno Smith deal, one year he's deal getting doesn't $52 mean, million this year. Yeah, Geno does, Smith does, is. So doesn't mean you're a starter a front-loaded for, deal. for five games. Anybody can get benched. And of course. But, but Kyler Murray is going to be the Arizona quarterback in some way, shape, or form. He'll be on Arizona because he signed. There's no out until 2028. And Deshaun Watson's deal is guaranteed. These are different deals. I don't think that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get a five-year deal. I don't think he's getting a four-year deal. I think he gets a three-year deal, much like Geno Smith got, which is a big number up front, a smaller number in year two and year three, and we'll hope for the best. And we're going to draft your replacement if if we're a quarterback right. needy team. All right, I got our Jimmy bet. You ready? Let's go. I'll Are we going to remember this? I'll set the years at over, under, three and a half. And I'll go under. I'll go over. Okay. Done. Perfect. Done. Now, it's, they're non-guaranteed. It's the NFL. but Right. I, he doesn't have to play these years for right. it. It's just but what's Derek the contract. Derek Carr got five. Gino got three. But I think Jimmy's going to get four. Yeah, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. He is in a catbird seat, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, like, I mean, it's, you got Jameis Winston out there. He's better than Jameis Winston. Teddy Bridgewater, he's better than that. If Matt Ryan gets bought out... He is better than that long term, I think. Carson Wentz, it's all perception. You know this. It's all perception. Does the league, and can you say to your fan base, is the perception, we are bringing someone in to be our starting quarterback. All those other guys you mentioned, you could make the case that they're more talented than Jimmy, or maybe they even could work better than Jimmy. But you're not going to sell any of those guys now. They, they Every year, you end up in one or two buckets. And Wentz and Dalton and Matt Ryan and Jameis Winston. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. And Baker. And Mariota. And Bridgewater. Yeah, Brissett. Yeah. Every single one of them is in the high-level backup bucket. If Rodgers goes to New York, Jimmy is the only one left that's like, that's the starter bucket. That's the guy we're like, that you're our quarterback. We're not having you to come in and compete. We're not having you come in here to figure this out. You're our starter. And, and and maybe that's wrong by that team. But that is, it's all based on perception. And to and me... And I wonder if that is the perception that's out there. The Raiders, the Raiders cannot half-step this quarterback position. You just bumped Derek Carr out of the building. You're in a division. Literally. Right. You asked him not to come back. Yeah, by the way, Derek here. Carr got four years, not five. Really? Yeah. Okay. Four and 150. Right. I'm looking at the list right now. Yeah, I think Jimmy will get four. I don't think he's going to get 150. I don't think he's getting 37 and a half. Right. I think he's going to get four years. I'll be interested to see if the Rodgers to the Jets thing happens. 
And as the the Lamar Jackson franchise tag likely gets tendered today, one o'clock's the deadline. That's the other guy, by the way. I did forget about that. Yeah. That, like, so if it's a non-exclusive franchise tag, then in theory he could be traded somewhere. Right. And might the Las Vegas Raiders be a team that would be interested? Oh, I'm sure they'd be. In, well, I'm sure every team that needs a quarterback <laughs> yeah, would be interested, be interested. But that's an interesting name that he likely will be out there. Yeah, typically if you're a team that's going to trade someone like that, you fire the other conference. So I would be I would be shocked if the Baltimore Ravens yeah. traded Lamar Jackson in the in the AFC, especially because the Bucks and the Panthers or the Packers or the Commanders, all these teams are sitting there going, we'd love Lamar Jackson. Right. So if I'm the Ravens, that's who I'm calling. Yeah, and I guess it comes down to also where you think in terms of draft picks. The Raiders are picking seventh in the draft. So if you sign him to a non-exclusive franchise tag and a team wants to acquire him, you get two first-round picks at least guaranteed to get two firsts. So if I'm Baltimore and I give him that tag and I start to shop him, I'm looking at the Raiders saying, yeah, you're in our conference, but you know you are picking number seven overall. That's a pretty tasty selection in terms of you know getting that number one right away. You've got Atlanta, another possible destination. They're picking eight. You mentioned Carolina. Yeah, where are they They're picking? picking nine. Yeah, so they're all right there. They're Philadelphia. All- <laughs> it'll be a nice one-two punch with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Jets, I guess, are going to be out of it here if they get uh, if they get Rodgers. Yeah. Packers are picking at fifteen. That to me gets a little bit too far down the board. Washington, if I'm Baltimore, 16. yeah. Tampa if I'm Bay, Baltimore 19. and I'm going to sign and trade Lamar Jackson, if I'm going to give or tag and trade rather. I want to get a top 10 pick in this year's draft. Yeah, so I go, I, I, to me, Carolina feels like the team if that happens. But again, that's a huge if. And, and deadline spur action. I still predict that Lamar Jackson's going to be the quarterback of the Baltimore Ravens when this, when the dust all settles on this. I, I just think the Raiders, if you're going to boot Derek Carr out of town, and you're going to be in a division with Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert, you cannot walk into Las Vegas, Nevada the next year and be like, well... We, Jared Stidham. We drafted this kid, and that remember that game Stidham had against the Niners? I know they lost, but good. that was fun, right? Like, <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. Spadone, you're a Raider I, fan. I think they absolutely could. Josh McDaniels really? is looking at this. Hey, let's reset. We have a rookie quarterback. We need to extend our time frame here. It was, you know what? We thought what we had last year we can go for. It. We traded for Devontae, and it didn't work. Let's reset our timeline, giving Oof. myself more Oof. protection for the next three years of the rookie quarterback. Yeah, Got to put the new system in place. That won't go over well, but I could no. absolutely. Absolutely see Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler doing that. So it not only will it not go over well with the fans, you know who it really won't go over well with? Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. And they said that he was going to be a part of this next quarterback search. Exactly. Exactly. So, look, I'm not going to put Aaron Rodgers on the Jets yet just because they're talking. Would would it shock you if Aaron Rodgers ends up in Vegas? By the way, way, way better. If I'm Aaron Rodgers, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I'm talking to the Jets Hell no. I want to go to the Raiders. And and I'll tell you why. I understand what people will say. Wait a minute. The Jets are a great quarterback away from being a real contender. Look, that division is wonky, too. You're dealing with Josh Allen. It's not going to be easy. Plus, we all know Aaron Rodgers and the New York media... Oh. It's a match made in heaven is what it is. I think Damon Bruce said this morning, it's a match made in hell. It's a match made in heaven for you. Oh, yeah, But it not is. for Aaron. Oh, it's so good. But Aaron in Vegas, he'd be right there where he can go on his weird retreats in what the desert. What are the ayahuasca laws in uh, Nevada and New York? None. There are no laws at Man, all in great Nevada. spirit quests there. Right? I mean, yeah. you could go to Arizona and get lost in the mountains. Actually, Nevada used to have pretty strict uh, weed laws. Before weed became legalized almost everywhere. They were they were very strict, I'm weed. told. Weed. Uh, weed as a plant. Weed as a state. Don't really care about any Infinite number of outcomes. I mean, come on, man. Infinite like, number of strains. Nevada, you know when Nevada finally gave me its, its, its true self? It was the Raiders. It was hysterical. California and Oakland and the Raiders. We sat here for years. I can't get the city council to that, that and vote. And I mean, just twisting one another, putting knives in one another's backs. Can't figure the whole thing out. So finally, Mark Davis is like, well, what about Vegas? And the Vegas city government goes, give us till noon. <laughs> we'll have shovels in the ground by and dark. And they went to lunch and they're like, we found a billion dollars. Come on! 
And now there's an airport. Right. Like there's a there's an airstrip stadium in Vegas. By the way, it's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, and they're playing football. That was when Nevada was like, okay, now I see who you really are. Have you ever seen the old pictures of downtown Las Vegas and the Strip? Oh, like, yes. Go back to the 40s it's and 50s. Unbe- it's crazy to think about it. It's totally crazy. But even to go back to like the 90s and what it looked like when I was going oh, there God. for the first time, late 80s, early 90s, when I was at Cal State Northridge, it was a much more like, hey, the horseshoe and the stardust. Oh, of and course. It was a quaint little uh, deal. I still love those places, too. Me, too. Like the ones that are still sort of jammed in there, like they have a little bit of the old vibe. Something's happening to the Flamingo Hilton. I was just there. Christy and I were there. Uh, For I, New Year's. No, but it wasn't that trip. It was earlier <laughs> in the year. You. Well, you know. <laughs> quick flight. Anyway, uh, we were out there earlier last year, and I, we were walking up and down the strip, and I'm like, we got to go in the Flamingo Hilton just so we can go through that tube. Yeah. I, I want to go through the tube with the pink, and the tube was all under construction. Man. And they're doing something in there, and I'm like, oh, did another one bite the dust? And I think, and I, I don't have the full story. Someone could call us or text us or whatever if you know what's going on there. I hope they're just doing a little refurbished thing, or, or maybe a, a new gargantuan is coming. I mean, yeah, but I love those old ones when yeah. they're still jammed in there between the Venetian and oh, whatever yeah. else. Yeah, the one that hurt me was when uh, the well, the O'Shea's is still oh. there, but the old O'Shea's. With the subway in the back, that was always my go-to. Well, and those, it was the IP, right? It was the Imperial yes. Palace that was right, right like, next door. Right next right door. Right above it, basically, and yeah. the IP is now, we stayed there. And I the Link. The Link. The Link. Hi. Yeah. From Kyle Madsen. Hi. <laughs> I love the Link. Actually, we stayed there last year for March Madness. Yeah. It's really phenomenal place to say. Yeah, no, really, was... really great place. Great location. The rooms are nice. It's new. Fun place to gamble. Love to drink there. Beautiful sports book. The Link. Okay, I'm Kyle Madsen. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to interrupt. Yeah, yeah. He's Kyle Madsen. He's Dan Dibley. I'm Mark Willard, and that's Joe Spadone. He's a Raiders fan, and we love the link. We do. And the Venetian. Not Lincoln Financial Field. And the MGM Grand. And Luxor. And what, what else? What else? God, I hope John Curley's listening. <laughs> Stratosphere. <laughs> oh, by the way, like for real, I, I said this for real. My man. Uh... Hotel Orleans. That's where we stayed for New yeah, Year's yeah, Eve. Yeah, yeah, Oh, my gosh. It was fantastic. The sports book. The, uh, oh, my gosh, I wish I knew the name of the place, but there was an Asian food place that we ate at. Was unbelievable. It was delicious. Everywhere else. The customer service, uh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Little coffee house right there by the front door. Everywhere Loved it. Easy to get in and out, by the way, just off the strip. Yeah. It's Ondori Asian Kitchen, I believe, Mark. What's it called? Ondori Asian yeah. Kitchen. That's it. That's the yeah. one. Endori. Yeah. We went right through he the just front. Googled it. No, yeah. We went right through the front Endori there and went inside and ate. It was delicious. Hey, Kyle, I trust. My favorite mm-hmm. still is Caesar's Palace, the good old classic, uh, venerable that's property. That's like the DiVincenzo of Vegas it's right just, there. It's not that pricey, but it's a good, solid property. And, uh, you know, you get the lovely indoor and the outdoor. The Aria is nice, and that's when Aria. you really get into a, yeah. you know, and Steve's place, the Wynn, up there at the uh, the top end of the strip. Oh, stayed at the Wynn for Thanksgiving one year about, oh what? gosh, this is like 15 years ago. Uh, this is back oh. when my buddy John Avella was running the sports book there, and so, you know, we were able to get like, I don't know, six bucks off the room or whatever. And we're like, <laughs> let's do it. And uh, man, that was uh, that was beautiful. The this win. is all hitting me. Yeah, uh, It's hitting me hard because normally I would leave uh, a week from Thursday for March Madness. A trip that I've made 150 30, yeah. years in a row. Yeah. You're not going this nah, year. Nah, not going this year. Gee, I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So wait, is there an open spot? Oh, yeah. Can I jump on in there? Yeah. yeah. My boy, uh, yeah, right. Ribby Rib. Like, like I got any better chance Kenny to Flamer. Yeah, seriously. Vegas. Kids, daddy will be right back. Holy hell. Vegas is never. It's not bracketology. Yeah. It's diapertology. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the truth of the matter is we're doing this segment because we're going to need a sponsorship for either of us to ever go to Vegas again. Seriously. That's pretty much. <laughs> Kyle, you can go. You don't have any rugrats running around. Kyle Matson, everybody. Uh, Mr. Vegas, right here on 95.7 The Game.
Of late, I've been staying off the strip, actually, at the Red Rock in Summerlin, which is a beautiful oh, property not, all, just all the, the way out in Summerlin. <laughs> that's out of the city. Yeah, that's it's, it's, yeah, it's lovely, though. Once you get out there, it's like you don't need the hustle and bustle of the Las Vegas Strip. You're out there at the Red Rock. They've got bingo. they got a bowling alley. they got plenty of food options and a lovely food court. Whenever I go to Vegas, hi, I'm Dan Dibley. I like to go to Summerlin. I go for the hiking, stay for the biking. The gambling is great, and the food is terrific at the Red Rock. I didn't want to interrupt, but Spadone, Thank please you. hit it. When somebody's like, you know, when I go to Vegas now, <laughs> I go out to Summerlin because they've got bingo. I love the young people. Like, holy hell, bro. I know you're in your 50s. You just sounded like you were in your 90s. You know what's fun, Mark? Do you have eight pairs of white Reeboks? Reebok, I love you. Hi, I'm Mark Willard. I love but, the young people. But honestly, like, are you dressing like a nurse right now? So what are you, you doing? You go to Vegas for three days, and you got to carve out at least one hour to an hour and a half of your time to go play some bingo. You get liquored up. You sit there with your dauber pen, and you just, uh, don't get and your you just play some bingo. Sometimes it's fun to not be grinding over a blackjack hand That's and called throwing Kino. dice. Not bingo. It's called Kino. Go to the Kino room. They have a bingo parlor. Hi, I'm Dan Dibley, and whenever I need some downtime in Vegas, I play bingo. Hi, I'm Dan Dibley, and I'm learning uh, about different ways to relieve my stress. Um, you almost gave a John Morant press release. Dan Dibley here. Yeah. When, you're down a, when you're down a few hundred and you need to kill some time, you go play bingo. In other words, five minutes after arrival. Seriously. Uh, city of <laughs> you lick Las Vegas. Yeah. Nevada. All right. Um, it's all sponsored by Bob's Discount Furniture. Uh, again, want to remind everybody that this, right now, as we speak, this is your chance to win two tickets to see the Warriors and the Spurs on March 31st at Chase Center, and all you got to do is listen to all the shows here on 95.7 The Game. Um, download the Odyssey app or listen at 957thegame.com. If you're listening on the app or at 957thegame.com, the longer you listen there, the more chances you have to win. One entry for every hour you listen. Therefore, this is called the transitive property, every hour you listen is another chance to win. Do you see how that works? Yeah. Up to eight entries per day. So download the Odyssey app. There is no reason to wait. So what are you waiting for? Download the app or listen to 957thegame.com. Tickets courtesy of the Warriors. And always, go to warriors.com for your tickets now. Hi, I'm Mark Willard, and I go to warriors.com. <laughs> um, or our sales department. A lot of endorsements in this segment. So, uh, yeah, Sam Monson, PFF, is going to join us in a few. We'll ask him the Jimmy Garoppolo contractual conversation. But, yeah, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I get it. We got sauce. You got the sauce. You got Sauce Gardner. You got Garrett Wilson. But don't you want to go out to Las Vegas, Nevada, get lost in the desert, and reunite with your old buddy, Devontae Adams, and be with a guy who's known as an offensive firepower guy in this league in Josh McDaniels rather than go play for a defensive coach, deal with the New York media, and let's be honest, get your butt kicked by Josh Allen every year for the rest I'm of your career. I'm not so fast, my friend. I think so. No, I don't think so when you're the Jets and you are loaded defensively and if you're Aaron Rodgers, you've done well in cold weather climates and right. maybe Vegas is not all it's cracked up to be. And you look at the path through the AFC West, I think I like my path through the uh, AFC East better than I like it through I, the West. I guess, but he's got Herbert is on the rise. Kansas City is two-time champs, and uh, Russell Wilson still plays football. Look, the AFC is hard when it comes to quarterbacks, but he's got no choice there. Green Bay's not trading him in the NFC, right? So either you play for the Green Bay Packers or you go get in that bucket of AFC QBs. And you're right. You got to either deal with Josh Allen or you got to deal with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Herbert, I, I think, yeah, I mean, he's so talented, but we, we throw him in there a little bit more than we should. The Chargers have not shown themselves to be a dominant football team right. yet. But Burrow, but a factor. is Lamar still there? Here comes Trevor Lawrence on line six. I mean, yeah. Miami's it's, it's good, tough. too. Miami's yeah. still a good yeah, team. For sure. So in, in New England, I think, is uh, waning. But until, you know, Belichick is dead and gone, you got to always think that there's some sort of a threat. Yeah, I, they need to do something different at court. I mean, you, you hear these rumors at the uh, at the combine uh, that Mac Jones might be available via trade, and the Patriots are going to start over again. All kinds. Jimmy of- G back to New England. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would be ridiculous.
<laughs> that would be really funny. Um, speaking of rumors at the Combine, what'd you make of that whole Philip Rivers called the 49ers and asked him if they wanted some help when Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt? That was kind of interesting. I didn't yeah. hear that. Yeah, Rich Eisen. The Philip Rivers? Yeah, threw it out there. We can get that into the conversation with Sam Monson of PFF, who joins us coming up next on Willard and Dips. Now, back to Willard and Dips on 95.7 The Game. It all goes down in 10 days. I mean, I'll share a story with you before Sam Monson of PFF jumps on with us. Please do, Mark. So my class at Cal Poly is going to live stream a baseball game. They're going to collectively broadcast one of the Cal Poly baseball games. Um, They've got a series coming up that weekend in a week and a half. And we were selecting which one works for the university and the students and all that. And uh, there's a Friday night game on March 17th. And we sort of came to the decision like that's the game that, that we want to do. And the students sort of over time... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Came to me in not so subtle of a way and they're like, so so we're going to broadcast the live stream of the baseball game on on, uh, St. Patrick's Day at 7 o'clock on Friday night? and then have to clean up all the way until about 10.30, 11 o'clock. Come on, professor. Like, I, long story short, they're now doing Saturday, March 18th. Okay. Because... You moved it. But yeah, because... But St. Patrick's Day, one of the top two holidays, along with Cinco de Mayo, that people celebrate, and they have no idea what the hell they're celebrating. Yeah. So, let's bring in Sam Monson and find out how you're actually supposed to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Hi, Sam. Hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, good. How do you celebrate St. Patrick's Day? What's the right way to do this? Well, the good news is you're doing it right, even if you don't know what the reason is. Like yeah. that's how Irish people celebrate it as well. It's an excuse to go drinking. Do you even know what the hell we're celebrating? What are we celebrating? Well, you're celebrating St. Patrick, but nobody cares about that. It's the it's the end result of it all. I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. I'm telling Mark, I've been in Dublin for two different St. Paddy's Days, and I've never seen so many 11-year-olds roaming the street drunk in my life. Yeah, pretty much. And everyone else, like people <laughs> from Dublin are not out at the parades. Like they're hiding away, away from the tourists. Sam Monson, PFF with us, and with Lamar Jackson news probably coming soon. Aaron Rodgers talking to the Jets, and it works its way down from there. We got all kinds of questions. Geno Smith's contract, how did that one grab you? Yeah, I think it's pretty fair. Um, Geno had a really incredible season. I mean, obviously it was 
out of the blue. Nobody saw this coming. It was a real surprise. Um, but it was really good. I mean, he finished the season with a top 10 PFF grade. The first half of the year was better than the second half, but I think you can definitely put some of that down to the decline in the offensive line over the course of the season. Um, so I think this is the right kind of ballpark for him and for the team to say, you know, he did a good job. We're confident in him going forward. We're not that confident, though. You know, let's let's build a little out for this in a couple of years, make sure we're not completely tied to the guy going forward, and, you know, we could go in a different direction if we need to. How do you think that this will compare to an eventual Jimmy Garoppolo contract in terms of money and a similar commitment like you talked about with Geno Smith? I think Garoppolo may have some difficulties. I mean, his injury profile at this point is so extensive, it's going to terrify any team that actually needs him to be a starter. I mean, that on its own, I think, is enough reason for the 49ers to have started looking for an alternative. And, okay, that was Trey Lance initially. Now it might be Brock Purdy. Um, But you can't rely on Jimmy G being upright all season. You can't rely on him being a starter for 17 games in the season because it's just unlikely to happen at this point. So forget kind of how good he is overall relative to a guy like Geno Smith. The bigger question is how much money can you give a guy that you probably know is going to get hurt and miss significant time? A bunch of quarterback questions with Sam Monson of PFF. Let's talk 49ers. Uh, Brock Purdy's surgery is this Friday. Got to wait and see what news that brings. Then there's Trey Lance. How aggressive do you think the 49ers need to get to the quarterback room this offseason? I think they're probably good with those two guys. And I, I think they probably keep both of them because of the uncertainty around Brock Purdy's elbow surgery. If, you know, if they were 100% confident that he was going to be healthy and it wouldn't be an issue, I think they'd be looking to trade Trey Lance this offseason and maybe see what they could get back for him, bring in a veteran or, or a capable backup of some kind. But with Purdy being that question mark, and we don't know what that UCL injury is going to be like, even once he's recovered, I think they keep Trey Lance around as a, a kind of contingency, albeit one that they have an incredible sunk cost in. Um, but I say they probably stick with those two guys as their quarterback room. If Brock Purdy is able to come back in September and the Niners look to add a third quarterback, what sort of a QB would this be? Would it be another rookie to add inexperience to the room or maybe one of these long-in-the-tooth veterans? Yeah, I would expect them to add some kind of long-established veteran just to give that room that kind of presence. You know, these are both extremely young quarterbacks. Neither one of them has a lot of experience in the NFL. Just to give them a kind of role model or a, a view of what this is supposed to look like from a just a preparation and a process standpoint. Hey, Sam, when you're looking at the Aaron Rodgers situation and the news of today that, that the Packers have given the Jets permission to, uh, you know, to talk this out, what, what, and maybe I'm making this up, but what makes more sense to you if you're Aaron? Would you rather be a Jet or a Raider? I think the Jets. Um, it's, Maybe it's as tough a situation in terms of what you would have to get past to to win a Super Bowl or even get through the AFC. They're both tough divisions. You've both got to navigate two of the sort of prohibitive favorites every single year. But that Jets team, I think, is ready to win right now. They should have made the playoffs last season, but their quarterback situation was so bad they didn't. Their defense is elite. Their offense has some weaponry. Um, their offensive line will be better next year just from everybody getting uh, getting back healthy. And they have time to add to it, whether it's free agency or the draft. I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers steps onto the Jets. That team is immediately a contender. What about the Lamar Jackson situation with the franchise tag deadline coming up here in about two hours and 20 minutes? Can Baltimore afford not to keep him around? Um, I mean, if they don't keep him around, they're going to get a pretty impressive haul back in a trade. So obviously it completely changes the whole direction of the franchise, but it would give them a lot to work with. I mean, they would be in the quarterback market, but with presumably some significant um, trade collateral if they want to move up and grab one of the quarterbacks in this year's draft, or they could potentially, you know, muddle their way through with a veteran this year and target a quarterback in next year's draft. But I think that's the question for them is, do they want to tag him and keep him around on a couple of short, term deals like the Washington team did with Kirk Cousins or 
do they say this is just never going to happen? Let's cash in right now and figure out what we can get back for him in a trade. Sam, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I wonder if you you could give and let's say Aaron Rodgers leaves the NFC. What, what would be your top five ranked NFC quarterbacks? Yeah, it's tough because there's not an awful lot left in the NFC if Rodgers bounces. Um, I think Jalen Hurts has done enough last season to put himself in that top five. Um, I think Kirk Cousins is in the top five, albeit almost by default at this point. If Geno Smith can back up what he did last year, he's probably in the top five NFC quarterbacks um, based off what he did. At that point, it starts to get pretty tough. Like, Derek Carr might be a top five quarterback in the NFC, having just jumped in from um, to New Orleans. It is not a good landscape of NFC quarterbacks. And Yeah, I'm not hearing Brock Purdy's name. Is that because you're not yet a believer or because of the injury concerns? I think we need to see more from Brock Purdy. First of all, I don't think he was as good as the numbers said he was last season. He wasn't bad, but... Kyle Shanahan's offense is a cheat code and yes Brock Purdy was taking what was given he was adding a little bit on top as well but his grading was never as impressive as his overall numbers and I think we need to see a a bigger sample size of Purdy doing that to put himself in that kind of conversation okay I think I'd like to hear more about that and I, I get what you mean Kyle Shanahan's offense is a cheat code that's been true though for any quarterback the, the 49ers went up almost 10 points a game when Brock came in. So, so what is it that you saw where, in essence, the, 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 you know, the performance and the personal grades didn't necessarily match? Yeah, I mean, it, it did jump up, but it also coincided with some pretty bad defenses they were facing and, you know, the sort of totality of that assembly of incredible supporting cast guys showing up as well. Christian McCaffrey coming in, the entire offense coming together. Um, so I think it's a little bit too simplistic to just look at the numbers pre and post Brock Purdy and say Brock Purdy is responsible for this 10-point jump in production. But he was definitely adding plays to this offense that weren't there when Jimmy G was the quarterback there were a bunch of plays where he was able to you know extend the play run around make make a sort of adjustment happen uh, turn the play into like a scramble drill and then find an open receiver in a way that Garoppolo is just not really capable of doing at this point um so I, I think he did a good job, but at some point you know they're going to need him to be more consistently um showing up with the adding more to the the stuff outside of structure before it becomes a scramble drill play. Um, But they don't need him to be Joe Montana. Like, the whole point is Kyle Shanahan is that cheat code of an offensive play caller. The supporting cast around him is incredible. If he doesn't get any better than he showed last season, it's already good enough to take them, you know, to the NFC title game, to a Super Bowl at that kind of level. Part of the supporting cast is a player that many 49er fans pick on, Mike McGlinchey. What do the numbers from PFF say about the kind of right tackle McGlinchey is and and what the market might be for him? Yeah, he's been good, um, not great as a starting right tackle for them. Shanahan's um, sort of tentacles go even further than just the overall production and the play of the quarterback. Shanahan has this incredible track record where offensive linemen in his schemes have career years. I I think the collective scheme of everything they're able to do with that wide zone runs, with the sub build off the back of it, with the schemed easy throws, it makes life easier for offensive linemen as well. And we have this incredible track record of these guys having career years at tackle in particular in the Shanahan offenses. So I think McGlinchey's done a pretty good job for them. I think he should get a healthy enough payday just because it's not a good free agent group uh, across the board. But I think he's also the kind of player that the 49ers would be smart to let test the open market and, and maybe rely on their own ability to plug the next guy in there and still get really good play. Sam, great stuff. Wonderful to have you. And, uh, you know, uh, happy early St. Patrick's Day. Anytime, guys. Take it easy. All right, there he is. That's Sam Monson from PFF. Um, I'm, I'm always fascinated by this, and I don't think he's wrong. Like the whole we need to see more from Brock Purdy, of course. Of course we do. It's only been eight football games, and so this could go a couple of different ways. Um, However, it sounded to me like he was saying Geno Smith 
is more valuable than a bunch of other court like Geno Smith's name came out of his mouth before Dak Prescott. Right, no in doubt. In terms of uh, NFC, he thinks Geno Smith maybe is going to get more money on the market than Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, Geno's been around for a decade. Right. But he's been a starter. I, I get that he was a starter as a rookie, but like he's been a veteran starter for one year. It was a very, very good year. But are, are we not still in that spot with Geno? Like, we need to see more, or are you just suddenly expecting him to look the exact same next year? I think maybe you look at what Geno Smith did, and you can see maybe he finally found a situation where he can thrive. He is a veteran player. He was terrific in college, and he had a bit of a rough start to his career in New York where he got punched in the face by I.K. Polly, his teammate, and he got clowned out of the locker room, and he never caught on again until now. So you look at a player like Geno Smith and the year he had, and Sam is right, the first half of the year was much better than the second half of the year. But I think there's a greater belief that this is the Geno Smith that we've all been waiting for. Yeah, It's crazy. I mean, I, I, there, there are not that many. That was crazy. When this happens in sports... We usually scream steroids. It was crazy. Now, football is different. Quarterbacking is different. But if this were a baseball player, we'd be like, yo. But Brandon Belt? That's a bunch of bull. It's a Brandon Belt year. Oh, it's way more than that. Captain you know, save a giant. Do you know that this guy was a rookie in 2013, and almost half of his career touchdown passes were last year? Yeah. Well, he hasn't played. Right. Right, but I, I, it's just like if this were a different sport, you're, you're telling me that somebody in year wait a minute one two three four five six seven eight this is his ninth year in his ninth year he suddenly becomes a star he was ninth in the MVP voting in his ninth year he becomes a star when he was literally. I he mean, was left for dead. But, I mean, he's never even had what you would consider one successful year before. No, he's been awful. His, his rookie year, year 12 <laughs> touchdowns, 21 picks, right. and a 55.8 completion percentage. That That's the kind of year that loses you your job. They win 8-8. Eight and eight. Yeah. The next year, they go 3-10. and 10. And he and has an it. equally bad year, a little bit better, 59.7, and that's it. Now you're the backup. Two years in New York, a year with the Giants. The Chargers. He started five games That's between it. that year and last year. So five games. I don't know if it, like, I think steroids in football is always. It's different, right? It's completely but different. You know but what I mean, though? Like, you don't this, often see a quarterback figure it out in year nine. Like, I mean, you know, if James Wiseman, six years from now, suddenly averages 25 and 15. But he didn't do anything until then. Yeah, that's a good that's a good call. I mean, like, what is he even going to get that far? A testimony to Geno Smith, though, for hanging in there because the New York years were awful. They were coming off a success with Bud Fumble and Mark Sanchez. They haven't made the playoffs, by the way, since the Bud Fumble. They have the longest drought in pro sports. Once the Kings make the playoffs, we talked about this uh, last week when we had trivia and Spadoni fed Styles the answer unfairly, as I recall. <laughs> I thought it was but, Guru. <laughs> I thought it was Guru. It's my favorite. You don't often see a quarterback or not any real athlete, Mark, have this sort of a turnaround where. He goes 11 and 18 in two years with the Jets. You're done. You're not the starter anymore. Most quarterbacks would then become either washed out of the league or a career backup. But you mentioned it. He goes six years where he starts five games. And then last year, poof, 69.8% completion leads the league. 30 touchdowns, 11 picks. And it's the Geno Smith we've all been waiting for. Do you remember Jose Bautista? Baseball yeah, yeah, player, yeah. Toronto Blue Jays. This is the guy that's popping into my head. Where this guy, okay, Bautista comes into the league at age 23. And, and, and he's just middling, right? Like, you know, he's getting 50 to 100 at-bats a year. Something like that. Sometimes even less than that. He's with the Orioles. And then he has a second with the Royals. And he goes to the Pirates. And it's just kind of whatever. That's from 04 all the way to 08, and then in 09, he goes to the Blue Jays, and in that first year, he plays in 113 games, and he hits 13 home runs. Like, that's a viable player. And then in the next year, he hit 54 home runs. Yeah, that's... What happened, Jose? What year was that? That was in 
2010. That's pretty easy. At age 29. Right. And then how did he do after that? 43 home runs the next year, led the league two years in a row. He figured it out, Mark. And then his home run totals continued 2012, 27, 28, 35, 40. And then as he gets to 35, it starts to taper off, and his career ends at age 37. But, I mean, the guy ended up with 344 career home runs. Uh, You know, like a third of them were in 15 calendar months. It's just weird, like and 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 well, I and know that's, that's one in baseball you can absolutely right? say to steroids. Your Football, I don't think steroids. you can do that. No, I agree with you because the things that Geno Smith did this year felt more like a guy who, after nine years, got a chance to play in the right system and figured it out, and he balled out and he had a great year. Now, can that happen again this upcoming year? Well, Seattle thinks so because they're paying yeah. him fifty-two million this year. <laughs> He led the NFL in completion percentage. Right. He threw for over 4,200 yards. He had 30 touchdowns against 11 picks. This is a very, very good year. Great year. But, our, like, is so now that's Geno. Like, we just come back next year and, like, that's Geno. He's going to complete. No, and that's why Seattle gave him the deal that they gave him. But and that's Sam a lot. Mont- but Sam Monson pointed it out. It's front-loaded. So where he gets $52 million this upcoming year, he yeah. gets half of his 105. This season. And if Gino reverts to the Gino that we saw in New York, well, then Seattle can get out from underneath it relatively pain-free. And that's where, you know, what he said about Jimmy Garoppolo is interesting because it's not so much can Jimmy play, it's the injury profile sure. as Sam rolled out. Sure, yeah. And, and by the way, I you know, it, it, we had that conversation yesterday. Are people injury-prone? Um, I still think Garoppolo... Uh, it's it's circumstantial, but you know, but now it's there. Now you've got that history, right. and your lower body has had a whole lot of trauma for sure. I get it. Uh, Willard and Dibs brought to you by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. With the Warriors uh, continuing their road trip tonight in Oklahoma City, definitely want to get back to the Warriors. And then, can I also address this for a second? Because I see y'all on Twitter. We got a handful of Sacramento Kings fans. And I'm I'm very 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 not surprised. You hate the beam. I know how ups- I knew how upset you all were going to get. However, when you call them cute, they're adorable. Okay, they're completely adorable. Here come the tweets again. Well, but except for hold on, because what I'm being accused of on Twitter, you know how this is that. Okay, uh, just tell us you've never watched a Kings game without telling us you've never watched a Kings game. That's no, the new thing. No, 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 no. I've seen. I, I know they're like. He thinks we don't have a star. You don't. I don't care that De'Aaron Fox was an all-star. I don't care that he's one of the best guards in the league. Do you understand the definition of the word star? Mm. You don't have a star. Do you actually, you 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 adorable Sacramento Kings fan? Why are you doing this? Do you actually believe in your heart of hearts that De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis are stars? Stars? That's what you think. They're not stars. They're fantastic NBA players. All cut teams have, like I, I'll even give you this one. I don't think the guy the Warriors are playing tonight with three names is a star. Shea Gilgis Alexander is a fantastic player. He was an All Star. So was De'Aaron Fox. They're they're both stars. I don't I don't know why. I don't know where this is coming from. Where you feel like you're you have to go out of your way to disparage. I'm not out of my way. I'm your talking name calling fast. and you're patting no, Sacramento not. Kings on the head. I don't Listen, understand where this is coming from. No, it's not meant to sun them. It's meant. Oh, you're totally sunning them. Well, then 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 that's just part of the you deal. You should come out with no shade. No shade. But. Shade. No, listen, you have you to. You are shading them big no, time. I'm big on You're awareness. You're blotting out the sun. I'm big on awareness. If I'm big on I'm big on awareness. Hold on one sec, Kyle. I'm big on awareness. And awareness means you have got to to not let your emotions build in your brain something that's not actually there. The Kings have had a phenomenal year. Mike Brown's a great coach. Fox is a fantastic young player. They've made some good moves. They're on the way up, and they may very well be a thing. But overnight, emotional fan has decided this is championship contender, and our guys are stuck. De'Aaron Fox can walk into any mall, and most people won't be able to stop him. You telling me that that's Steph Curry level? We're going to use the same word to describe these two people. Now you're going to compare him to Steph Curry. Well, wait a minute. What are we doing? They're both point guards, and they're both stars, right? 
That's like, my definition. That's how it works. Like, you know, Steph Curry Dance. is here, and so everyone else has to be on par no, with him. Otherwise, no. you can't call a player I'm, a star. I'm talking about the definition, and if we have a different one, that's fine. But the definition of a word NBA star, these are recognizable people. They don't wear helmets. They don't wear hats. Right. And they're 6'8 and up. What mall when, is De'Aaron Fox going into? When Giannis, you know, it, when Giannis walks down yes, the street. Giannis is 7 feet tall. Right. De'Aaron Fox is 6'3". This look, is a completely I'll, I'll even give you. Comparison. I'll even give you Chris Paul. Chris Paul. There's Chris a, Paul's a star. Yeah. He's, he's a pitch man. He's, a, he's been right. in the league for 17 How years. How many state for? So, did I say that he'll never be a star? No, but you I got it. This you is guys, so funny. No, the Kings. It's hilarious. The Kings have been here for seven seconds, and everybody would like the coronation to begin. No. Well, maybe the coronation has begun. No, but it hasn't. Not for you. Not for anybody. Because you're sunning them. No. <laughs> They're the three seed, and the guy's averaging 25 and a half a game. You're right. And My bad. 38 and 26. Let's. The league is flipped. It's all about light the beam now because you've won 12 more games than you've lost. With yeah, two, you're with, so black and white when I mean, you want to make your point. It's I mean, it's, it's I don't know funny. why you want to pat them on the head like this because, and sun them. Because that's who they are right now. I can't, well, of course it is. They I, haven't been in the playoffs in 16 years. Can't said, you let them enjoy what they have? I'm not stopping anybody from enjoying anything. You're, you're saying that they don't have a star, I and mean, they're telling you that they have one, if not two stars. They don't. Yeah, De'Aaron good, Fox is a star, got without good, a doubt. No, he's a good player. He's a good player. Tell me you don't watch the Kings without telling me you don't watch the Kings. Uh, let me That's see. my favorite. Uh, Darren Fox there is a nice go. young player. There you go. 888 calm down. The Kings are fantastic. What do story. they need to do to earn your respect? Because you don't respect them. Win in the playoffs. Like win the whole thing. And by the way, no, there's no disrespect. Oh, you've been very disrespectful. No, no, no. We 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 you call them cute. Yeah. And that's disrespectful. No, it's not. Adorable is a good word. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, not when you're talking I, about a three-seed in the NBA. 888-957-9570 is the number. Sponsored by Bay Street Emeryville. Follow Bay Street Emeryville on Instagram for contest details and win VIP access to their Bay Break Dining Terrace Grand Opening Event, Saturday, March 25. Food, fun, local heroes, community support. Instagram at Bay Street Emeryville. It's Willard and Dibs. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.